This is my opinion. This is my my opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion. Welcome to This is My Opinion, a daily wildcat podcast that raises popular questions and picks the brains of our opinions writers. I'm your host and opinions writer, Lauren Borelli, and today I will raise the questions but let our writers share their own thoughts on this. This week, I'm joined by Sean and Andrea, and today we are here to talk about an opinion piece Andrea recently published to dailywildcat.com, which you should all absolutely check out if you haven't already. Uh, Sean had loved it and had big opinions, so today Sean and Andrea are here to debate the topic. So less from me and more from you guys. Take it away, Andrea. Hi, so my name is Andrea Moreno, and I had recently written a piece about whether artists should be able to keep their um, music or not. Um, I guess you can say their master records. And the reasoning behind this that I had written in the article was because many artists have had problems in the past where they were not able to own their own music, so they couldn't perform it or they could not um, get money off of their own work. And so I briefly discussed in that article that that isn't necessarily fair to the artists, that they should be able to have their own way either to earn back those master records or that they should have them in the first place. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Sean Fagan, and I want to echo what Lauren said, that you should definitely check out this article because it is a great piece that Andrea wrote. It's so great that I wanted to debate it. So, yes, as she just said, when it comes to master tracks with celebrities and artists when they record them, yeah, I do believe that uh, artists actually should be able to own their master tracks until they sign the contract. So we all know the way it works in the business industry is that when you when you make a deal, it's done, it's in ink, we've been doing this for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Once a deal is done, it's done. So as soon as these artists sign the contract, and they know willingly that they're signing over their music, then yeah, it's over. You don't have anything more to complain about. So if an artist says, yeah, you can have my songs in exchange, you make me the most famous person on the planet, and you get to take the money and the rights. Yeah, I, I personally don't think celebrities or artists have anything to complain about when they do that. No one's holding a gun to their head. No one's telling them they must do this. No one's telling them that they have to be famous, that they have to be a recording artist for money, and that they have to make millions of dollars. Because you always hear artists say like, oh, well, they're stealing my art. Well, no, it was your art, but you gave it to them to do with what they wanted. You handed it over, you signed a contract, and in turn, they gave you tens of millions of dollars. So I agree with her on the point. And when I say her, I say Andrea. I agree with her with, yeah, they should have the right to do what they want. Once you sign the contract, though, sorry, I don't think you have anything to complain about. I do for sure agree with that point, that contract is a contract. If an artist decides that they want to sell away their master tracks or their music and their art, then that's up to them. But the problem with what happens to Taylor Swift, for example, is she signed her way on a contract at the age of 16. So she didn't know that she was probably gonna become like the most famous pop star on the planet. She probably thought, oh, like I'm a little 16 year old, I'm gonna release an album or two and um, maybe they'll do well and this record company is gonna pay me. She didn't think that uh, probably in the future, like in her like later 20s, that she was going to be so well known and that everything that she put out was no longer going to be her own. And it's happened to many, many artists. For example, um, another big one would be like the Beatles. 
they didn't think that they were going to make it past um, the UK. They didn't think that they were going to become big, as big as they were. And they had no say in um, basically when they recorded, how many albums they would record. And it's because when they signed that record deal, they were teenagers who didn't think that they would make it that far. I understand how age can play a factor into it, but I actually have to disagree with uh, the notion of Taylor Swift because as many people don't know, she's actually from Pennsylvania. I know she tries like on all her songs, like I love SoCal and she sings about Nashville and New York. She's from Pennsylvania. And here's the thing, for those that don't know, her parents moved her to Nashville to give her the opportunity to make it. So unlike other people that have to just send it into a record label or they have to just hope and put something on YouTube, her parents moved her there. So she obviously went and said, hey, mom, dad, I think I can do something with this. Move me to Nashville. And they did. And then you just look at that too, like the entitlement of Taylor Swift as a teenager to say, hey, mom, dad, move me to another city. Move me to the biggest country music city ever. And I want to try and make it because I think I can't do it. And they did it. So while Taylor Swift at that age may have got taken advantage of with the contract, well, then where were her parents? We all know when we're younger, our parents are there to provide for us. And her parents were obviously well-to-do because nobody just up and picked up their whole family and moves them to another city for their 16-year-old kid. And again, yeah, we all know, like, we can all say, like, oh, she didn't know, like, or no one knows how big they're going to be. But when you are given the opportunity by a record label or you're given by an opportunity for any entertainment company to have a shot at becoming something, then... Whatever happens, happens. Whether you become just someone that plays in a city in Vegas or you become the biggest star on the planet. And the whole thing too is when, when sometimes when people say, oh, they didn't know or they didn't ask for this. I don't think anybody would ever deny if a record label said, oh, um, your album just went number one. Here's a check for $30 million. This is your cut. No one's gonna be like, oh, I don't know what I could do with this 30 million. Everyone takes the 30 mil and goes and buys a house or a Lambo, okay? So when it's like, oh, like they're so sad that they made money or they're sad they're big. No, they don't care. They want it. Everybody is 16. That's why look at Instagram and look at Twitter. People with five followers post pictures and like they think they're it. It's like, yeah, look at me. I have five followers. You're going to see this photo. And then you take it to someone that has five million followers and becomes the biggest superstar. Of course, they want to be known by everybody. That's what we all want. We all want to be famous. We all want to be noticed. So when they make it at these labels, they got, yeah, again, as I say, what does she have to complain about? Like, so what if you don't own your own music? You're better off than literally 90% of the world. Who cares? I get, I do agree with that point because for sure, when you have like that amount of money and that much privilege over a lot of people, it's, it feels like, hey, what do they have to complain about? But I feel like the, what the underlying issue is and the reason why she wanted to specifically have her songs back was because of that creative process. Like she probably felt that everything that she wrote wasn't hers. So although she was getting the money for it and stuff, creatively, she probably wasn't working as hard or she may have felt stunted or like um, something was probably like bothering her in that whole creative process. She couldn't necessarily be her in that moment. And I think the problem with that though is she should have been able to have the opportunity to buy her songs back because um, at least if she wasn't going to be able to like own them off because of like that, that record deal that she got, she should have been able to have like when she quit that label and then left to another one, 
they sold her songs to another guy, but they refused to sell them to her. They should have probably had, like, you know, if she was willing to, she had the money and she was willing to buy her own songs back, they probably should have given her that chance, but they didn't because I'm sure they wanted to be petty. And so they sold it to a completely different guy, even though their, like, I guess, price range would have been the same amount. They just wanted to make sure she didn't have that chance to buy them back. Okay, so there definitely is a, a strong debate of, okay, I think it's clear that, like, if you have a contract, there's no getting out of a contract. But some artists have been given the opportunity to buy back their music, like Frank Ocean got really popular supported by a label and then he used that support by a fan base to buy back his music rights funded from an independently published album. With that said, Taylor Swift's case was totally done out of the like by with no interest of the artist in mind, which is quite a different case. So do you believe that you should be allowed to have back doors built into your contracts in, in the event that you do make it and then you can buy back your music like should that be Im implemented because I mean a lot of people know what they're getting into when they sign with record labels but how else do you make it no I actually I agree with you Lauren I think that contracts should be structured better but again that's the job of the artist not the label remember here's what everyone I think they forget at times the label is there to make money it's a business. They're not your parents. They're not your family. They're not your boyfriend or your girlfriend. They're not your husband, or your wife, They're business. And to them, you're a dollar sign. And I know that may sound cruel, but that's any business. They expect you to show up. They expect you to do your job. And if you don't, you're fired. Same thing in Hollywood. If you don't show up or if you don't keep singing for them, or if you don't produce, then they drop you. That's just the way it works. And I know everybody likes to talk about Taylor Swift a lot. And again, with her, as I saying, if you didn't like what they were doing, then just leave or ask for a buyout. There's so many other options or look for alternatives. And th that's where I agree with Andrea in her article, by the way, again, folks, check that out, where she later talks about how there's now more independent labels or more artists stream on Spotify or Apple Music. I'm all for that. If you want to have 100% control of your own music, then you have to make the effort to do that. Because again, when you go to a majored record label, the deal is we're going to take your songs and own them. And in turn, we are going to turn you into the biggest star on the planet, if not one of the biggest. And that's what they do. They've been doing it for tens, if not hundreds of years. They've been doing their job. So when they ask you to show up and say, hey, we need you to sing these songs that we'll write for you and we'll dub the music and we'll do the marketing. And all they ask you to do is, hey, can you show up and like sing for a couple hours? And then we're going to literally do everything else. And we're going to put you on a private jet and we're going to fly you to 80 cities across this country and the world. We're going to put you in the best hotels. We're going to get you the best food, the best cars, the best security, the best everything. And in turn, all we ask you to do is sing. I really don't think artists have a lot to complain about. And that's why I specifically want to talk about Hollywood as well, is that I really have no sympathy for people that are worth tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Like Taylor Swift, I checked, she's worth over $400 million. So while everyone during this pandemic was struggling to figure out how they're going to make their next house payment, I'm sure the, the most difficult choice Taylor Swift had is, well, what's the next song I'm going to sing at this studio in New York for folklore or what car am I going to buy? Or, you know, like what food am I going to have served today? Taylor Swift doesn't have normal, regular problems. And I hate to break this to you folks. She don't care about you. 
Like every day you wake up and when you tweet or you send her that Instagram post begging for that like, she doesn't see it. You want to know why? Because the majority of these Hollywood celebrities don't run their own social media accounts. Sorry to break your hearts when those tweets, those messages go out. That's some like 21 year old intern from Yale doing that or something. So they're not even active online. They're doing whatever they want. And again, that's where I just, my whole point circles back around to, they don't have difficult lives. You are asked to sing and that's it. That's all you got to do. And if they own your music, I'm sorry. So what? You're worth a hundred and something million dollars. You'll get over it as you're sitting in your penthouse in New York, Taylor, or in your now huge mansion in England because it's like, oh, I want to be closer to my boyfriend. He lives in England. So I'm just going to go buy it. Done. I don't have any sympathy for those kinds of people. So backtracking what you were saying about the whole independent artist thing, um, I feel like that's a great strategy nowadays because we have stuff like TikTok and just massive amounts of like social media, like Twitter, that if you put out an album, a self-made album, and you pay that 99 cents a month to have that album on Spotify, it's not that difficult that if your music's good and it's worth listening to, that one little sound that on TikTok and that video goes viral, that's it, you've made your break already. So it's not like you need a huge label because I feel like um, the chances of either being able, like being selected to sign with a label and just making it on your own have become around like the same now that people should just be, I guess, more careful and more cautious about what they're doing, whether they want to work independently or if they do want a label that they look into that contract really well because certain artists do have contracts that are a little more fair that allow those buybacks or that allow them to earn their master tracks back per album that they put out and so there's a lot of like fair contracts out there and i guess in that sense yeah there shouldn't really be an excuse that like if you can't buy your like tracks now and if you can't own your own music because um, that can like completely change. You can easily leave that contract um, and you can start working on your own. And that's what Taylor Swift had done. She decided, you know, like screw this. I don't want to have them owning my music anymore. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave this contract and now I'm gonna re-record every single song I ever wrote. And that was her loophole. So now she basically decided to put out her music independently and she just re-recorded all of her recordings. I'm sorry to interrupt guys. We're almost out of time. So if you guys have any final remarks on this, let's hear it. Well, first off, I just wanna, I wanna personally thank Andrea for writing this piece because I felt it was so well written and so compelling that I wanted to talk about it. And again, it's not that I have disagreements with Andrea. I think she made some really great points. And I think actually her and I agree on a lot of things. I just don't like when people have sympathy for Hollywood celebrities. And then you look at their lives and you just realize, okay, let's look at your complaints versus mine. You're complaining that you don't own a song. And I'm complaining that I can't afford my rent. Who like really has the more ground to complain? I think it's those that are regular average day people I think they deserve more attention and more notoriety than say somebody who goes into a record label for five minutes and sings and makes 20 million a year. So yeah, I, I, and then last point for myself and I'll throw it to Andrea. 
I do personally believe what happened to Taylor Swift was awful. I think it was unfortunate she wasn't able to buy back her music. I think it was shameful what they did to her. I don't think it was fair. But again, fairness can't be a factor when judging a contract because once the deal's done, fairness is out the window. So I think it was awful what happened to her. But again, as the old saying goes, it's nothing personal. It's just business. It's what it's what happens, unfortunately. No, you're correct. It is it is a business and fairness is just it's not something that can apply to everything. And I guess the whole point of that article was just more as like a warning to anybody who does any kind of art. It doesn't have to be music or any type of business that you have to be careful and you have to actually look into what you're signing yourself away to. And if there is another way to do it yourself, that it's not necessarily all about um, signing that like contract and you're like, wow, I'm guaranteed everything. It's more about really looking into what you want and making sure that it is what you want and that hopefully you don't have any regrets about it in the future. Because like you said, these businesses don't necessarily really care about you. So you have to watch out for yourself. All right, guys. Thank you so much for calling to talk with me. I really didn't want to interrupt you. It was a good conversation. This is my opinion. This is my my opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion. This podcast is brought to you by the Opinions Desk at the Daily Wildcat. Online all the time at dailywildcat.com and Arizona Student Media. A big thank you to everybody involved in this project, including our opinions editor, Kaylee Cook, managing editor and producer, Pascal Albright, the Opinions Desk, and obviously to you, our listeners. Follow the Daily Wildcat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Daily Wildcat. To submit ideas for topics you want to hear on the show, email storyideas at dailywildcat.com with the subject, This Is My Opinion Podcast Ideas. This has been This Is My Opinion, a Daily Wildcat podcast. This is my opinion. This is my my opinion. My opinion. This is my opinion.